All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, let me give you our number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, all week on the show, um, I'll tell you how this story started. Um, I'm a big fan of angelstudios.com, and they did a series on Jesus called The Chosen, and I loved it. I thought it was great, really, really well done. Just became a fan of the series. Um, they now have four seasons out. They're in the process, I believe, of filming season five. And uh, it's just this whole thing is, has just taken off. And I don't know, I just, uh, I just happen to like their work and think they're, they're terrific. Anyway, um, if you go to angelsstudios.com uh, uh, there, you can see that they have other, other series, other movies that you can watch. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of a lot of other great movies that you can look at, too. And, for example, what's the movie about Abraham I watched, uh, Linda? I forgot. Um, what's that? My Only Son, I think it was. You're going to look it up? Anyway, so they got a movie coming out, and I saw that it was coming out, and I just said to uh, Sweet Baby James, James, see if you can track these guys down. I want to, oh, his only son. That's it, yeah. And that was about the story of Abraham in the Bible who, you know, is told, well, first of all, he's promised by God that in his old age, him and his wife, I believe Sarah's is her name, uh, would have a baby and, and they waited 25 years and they were really, really old at the time. And then God fulfilled his promise. They had a baby and a son. And then the son, at one point, God said, I want you to go sacrifice your son on the altar. And Abraham being a man of faith, obviously troubled to do such a thing. And it was a test by God to see if he would be faithful and and believe. Well, you just got to watch it. I mean, I, I don't want to sit here and give you the whole biblical story about it all. But I, I like their work. And anyway, so they came out. They have other non-religious movies that they put out. And the latest one that starts this weekend, it's going to open in theaters around the country. It's called The Sound of Freedom. And it's a story that is based on a true story about a man involved in stopping and ending human trafficking. And after he was able to rescue a young boy, um, I forgot what country it was, was from. Was it Guatemala? Maybe Guatemala. I forget. Maybe El Salvador. I, I just don't remember. Anyway, they rescued this young boy. What they would do is they would have these people. Human trafficking of children is, is a massive, sad to say, it's a massive business. So he rescued this young boy, found out that his sister was still being held captive and decided to give up his career. He's a former federal agent and and find the sister of one of the most difficult rescue missions ever. And they've been on many others since. And they've done so successfully. It was Columbia. OK. And anyway, so the story stars Jim Caviezel. You might remember him from The Passion of the Christ and. Uh, Mira Sorvino is in the movie and it's just great. So I called them up and I said, you know, I'd like to get a copy of the movie and review it for you, which I occasionally do. And, and usually most studios will accommodate that request. And if I like it, I tell you about it. If I don't like it, I don't say anything about it. And, uh, and they said, well, would you like some tickets to give away? And I said, sure. Everybody likes free stuff, right? Linda, you like free stuff. So I like free stuff when it's helping people. Sure. Anyone that calls in this week, 800-941-SEAN, and you, especially if you get on the air, we'll give you a bunch of tickets that you can go see. It's the opening weekend this weekend. Otherwise, I really strongly recommend you go see it. You can bring your family to see it. A little rough maybe for young kids, 
And then when you find out at the end of the movie how human trafficking is, you know, one of the largest industries in America and sex trafficking, it breaks your heart. You know, how is it we're allowing this modern day slavery to happen in this country as well? And they actually say that at the time, that there are more people held in slavery now than at any other point in history in terms of sheer numbers of people. They're very clear about that. Um, but anyway, I, I strongly recommend it for you and your family. It's called Sound of Freedom. It'll be in theaters all around the country, and we'll give away a bunch of tickets this week. So please uh, stand by for that. You know, I, I know that a lot of you want to talk about what's going on in Russia, and I've had a big battle with Linda all day. Linda thinks this is like a false flag operation and that Vladimir Putin and this op- opposition leader, uh, Prokoshin, is, uh, with the Wagner Group, he's the commander, um, who's now been sent to Belarus, kind of sidelined there, and apparently all charges dropped by Putin in exchange for this guy going to Belarus that was on a march to Moscow. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure I buy it. There were too many. There were. There were too many Russian helicopters and planes taken out of the sky. There was too much damage done to Moscow. There was too much public support for the opposition, Prigozhin. That that makes me believe that somehow that they're in cahoots with Vladimir Putin, um, and you know maybe they do they want. In other words, the the question is, and what Rebecca Koffler, who will join us later, is suggesting, is that Prokoshin and Vladimir Putin want to create a false impression that they are weaker than they are. I'm like they already look weak because their efforts in Ukraine have been nothing what the world expected. I think everyone was kind of shocked to see the the courage and the commitment of the Ukrainian people in battling back against Vladimir Putin, and, and Putin has been frustrated pretty much every step in the way, and this war lingered on for, you know, now well over a year. Um, and if the impression is to look even weaker, then, well, they've done a good job of that because I think Putin looks weak in all of this. Anyway, so, you know, you have other people pro- proclaiming that Prokoshin is now an alternative leader in Russia created by Putin himself because Putin had empowered him. And anyway, and how he transformed overnight from a cutthroat mercenary chief to a nationalist populist leader. That's the argument. Mike McCall, former U.S. ambassador to Russia under Obama, actually said on the Today Show, I just don't know. I don't know who's right. I'm just I'm, I'm giving you the facts here. I just I don't know the answer. And, you know, I know there are people say now is the time, you know, for example, Peter Ruff is a senior fellow director of the Center of Europe and uh, Eurasia at the Hudson Institute at an interesting article on his side. And that now would be the time for the U.S. to pounce on the wounded wolf. I just I why would Putin under any circumstances ever want to project that weakness that does? That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Or the fact that the Russian people were clearly on Prigozhin's side as they were making this march towards Moscow. Now, that's that's what they would have you believe. I don't know the answer to it. I do know this, that it to me, it makes Putin come off as looking pathetically weak and and nervous. Now, I think one of the biggest telltale signs we'll probably find out in the next year or so, maybe the next day or so. And that is if Prigozhin ends up dead because the Wagner Group tanks were rolling through, you know, 
outside of Moscow early on Saturday morning, and the mercenaries captured the strategic Russian city of uh, Rostov-on-Don early Saturday, and then began advancing towards Moscow, but turned around later in the day when they struck a deal to end the short-lived rebellion, and he has been exiled now to Belarus. Linda, you're buying into Rebecca Koffler. Rebecca Koffler has a lot of bona fides when it comes to Putin, knows a lot about his thinking. She actually wrote the book, Putin's Playbook. She's a strategic military intelligence analyst, served as a senior official in the Defense Intelligence Agency, and worked with the CIA's National Clandestine Service. So, you know, I take seriously what she says. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not where you are. Um, well, I don't, I don't know that I would say that I'm anywhere other than I'm not all in the tank for Zelensky or Putin. I personally think and have thought from the beginning and have said many times on this show that the, the true casualty of the war are the people that are just pawns in all of it. You know, um, I don't think that Russia gives a rip about how much money they lose because they are selling oil to every single nation. They don't care how it burns. They don't give a rip about going green. And they have tons of precious metals. They have tons of money coming from the potash in Belarus. Well, well that's I- how Putin got rich. This is what yeah. has funded his war against Ukraine. The fact that the United States uh, has rejected energy independence and decided, you know, they'd rather make the rest of the world rich. So, I mean, that that has funded a lot of the, the conflict and war. And by the way, and public support, if maybe they're thinking that if public support or if if public support is now against Putin to the point where people begin to feel, oh, we can we've got him on the run. We can take him out now if this is an attempt to get more money out of the American people. Well, they've lost most of the American people. The American people have had it with what's going on in Ukraine it, for two very specific reasons is number one is Europe is not stepping up to take care of their fair share of the cost of this. And we've paid way too much money for that conflict. And number two, uh, Joe Biden has never given his seal of approval to actually allow Ukraine to fight the war, to win the war, as evidenced very early on when he denied the use of uh, the offer of Poland for 28 Soviet MiGs so that they wouldn't give full control of Ukraine to, to Vladimir Putin and his air force. So, you know, if you're not in it to win it, stop wasting our time and stop wasting our money. And I think that's where most Americans are right now. But it is getting interesting. So I'm, I just now I know everyone will say, well, that's a conspiracy theory. What Rebecca's saying, I'm not. It's, she's very smart. I'm just interested because I don't know. But see, the how can answer. it be a conspiracy theory? I mean, but she's a former defense say. analyst from inside of Russia. I don't think that there's any definitive answer yet. Right. It's just this whole idea that we're no longer allowed to pose the question. Saying that we have a question about what's happening is not saying that we support Putin or Zelensky. It's saying we have a question. Well, let me say this about Putin. I hope Putin is dead. Because we know he's targeted innocent civilians in Ukraine. We know he's targeted residential areas. We know he's targeted infrastructure. We know he's targeted hospitals. And we know he's targeted schools. So he's a cold-blooded, murdering thug killer. Say what you will about Zelensky. And I'm no big fan of Zelensky. And nor am I a fan of Europe in, in this conflict at all. Because they have not done their job to protect their continent. However, it was Putin that invaded a sovereign, innocent country. That's it. They had already annexed Crimea. That wasn't enough. 
And I think they knew Joe Biden wouldn't lift a finger. And for the most part, he hasn't, except given money on top of money on top of money. And it's it's like America's war. Now, let me just add the Wall Street Journal a day after the Wagner mutiny exposed. They're saying the fragility of, of Putin's regime, all the main players in Russia's worst political crisis in decades stayed out of sight, leaving Russians and the world to wonder whether the drama is really over. Now, uh, uh, Prigozhin has now spoken out. He gave an 11 minute audio. He didn't offer any details as to where he was at the moment, but supposedly he's been exiled to Belarus in exchange for all charges for him and his troops to be dropped. And the Russian defense minister made his first public appearance since the, quote, mercenary uprising demanded his ouster, inspecting troops in Ukraine in a video released today. So I I just don't know the answer. China has come out in support of Putin after what they they are referring to as a as a coup attempt. They voiced their support for Russia after this, quote, insurrection. and, And President Xi in a new push for a new world order doesn't actually want to lose his new closest ally. And they finally broke their silence on Sunday night backing Russia, you know, and brushed off the attempted coup as Russia's internal affair. And that was basically all they had to say. And one spokesman denied that Putin fled Moscow as the Wagner group was marching towards Moscow. One interesting side note, as you were looking at the images, to me, I felt was that the Russian people were supporting Prigozhin and the mercenaries. I don't think Putin could walk through the streets of Moscow these days. I really don't. And if you want to know what Russian sentiment is, remember when they started a draft in Russia and, you know, people were racing to the border to get the hell out of Russia as quickly as they could. They wanted no part of it. And even troops on the ground in Ukraine have shown every indication they want no part of it. Anyway, I don't have the answer, um, but, you know, we'll listen to Rebecca. I mean, she's she worked with the CIA. She served as a senior official in the Defense Intelligence Agency. But I found her theory interesting, but not one that I'm totally sold on. Anyway, if you want to save money, these are tough economic times. One way to do it without sacrificing service is with your cell phone, and that's making the switch to my provider, my carrier, a veteran-owned company, uh, Pure Talk. Now, Pure Talk offers the same exact cell towers and the same 5G network as Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. They get the exact same uh, coverage, and you're paying a lot less. Now, by the way, they're also offering right now a great deal, 20 bucks a month, For unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, and get this special offer, unlimited talk and text, and plenty of data, 20 bucks a month. Their service team will make your switch simple, fast, and easy. Uh, Just dial pound 250, keyword, save now, for the exact same service, money in your pocket from Pure Talk.